Welcome to another episode of a different basketball podcast. My name is Jordan Mount. Uh, I am finally back from my one-week vacation. I was out in Los Angeles. Uh, side note, it's a great trip. Shout out to Mark Burge and his wife, James and Mike Amaday, uh, Neil Everett, Spencer Friedman, Seth Moses, Brad Lawson, Rex Chapman, and everybody else that made the trip worth mentioning. Um, I'm really excited today. We have the brand-new Fresno Fire head coach, Ronaldo Major. He's the, You're probably the most famous person that we've had on the show so far. So I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. I'm happy to be on. Thank you. What's, uh, so how, how does it feel to be the new uh, Fresno Fire head coach? Actually, it's just, it feels awesome, man. Like, when Dave called me and we talked about it and I talked to Spencer and we made the deal finalized, it was just, it gave me a joy that just, I don't know, man, it's unexplained why I was so happy because it's what I want to do. I want to coach. I want to pass down his knowledge of basketball. It's just, it's something I want to do. Like, I want to build great men and build great teams. Like, honestly, Jordan, it's like a real blessing, and I'm so excited. Like, I even started writing up plays and, and rules in my notebook and everything, like, yeah. with how much team and everything. So I'm, I'm very excited. I can't wait for February and training camp to start. So it's a little background. Uh, the Fresno Fire is a brand-new TBL team out in Fresno. You know, how did that – how did you first find out about the team? And then, you know, was, I think you were the first call. Like, you were the first choice for the head coach. Um, you know, and so that, that's, I mean, that's gotta be a, a joy for you as well. So, you know, how'd you hear about the team and, and how that ball get rolling? Uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's funny because one of my buddies on Facebook tagged me in the Fresno fire. Uh, they had put up a post and he tagged me, uh, I was like, man, may Ronaldo major be a good candidate. And then I, uh, hit up mags and we went from there and it just happened from there. And it's just, it's crazy how time it is. Like everything is time and the time was right. And it just happened. It was just a match made. You know, I'm from Fresno. I wouldn't say I'm from Fresno, but I played at Fresno State and I got a lot of ties at Fresno, you know? So it's like, it's like going back home, man. It's like going back home. That's awesome. Wait, is the Fresno State, is your, what's your mascot? We're Bulldogs. We're Bulldogs. Bulldogs. You, and Paul, Bulldogs. you and Paul George, man. Paul George, yeah, we, we got a few. We got Paul George, Rayford Austin. We, we got a few stars that came through there. We got, we got Rayford, few... Rayford Austin went to uh, Fresno State? Yeah, Rayford Austin went to Fresno oh, State. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rayford Austin and then Paul George. Actually, uh, it's so funny. When I went to Fresno State, the last time I was there visiting, I actually met Paul George. We went to a basketball game, and you seen it in his eyes that he, he wanted to be just one of the greats. You seen it, he like, I'm going to be one of the greats, Major. He kept saying that over and over, like, I'm going to be one of the greats. I'm going to be one of the greats. And, it's so funny that he really is. So, man, he uh, so he played in Indiana, you know, for the Pacers. So I like saw him, you know, growing up. I was uh, watching him play all the time. He guy, he's so good. He's incredibly good, and he works hard too. Like there's like, gotta room, work you in. know, oh, he he's works, incredible. He so I want to give a little background on you for the for the viewers on the show. I'm gonna run down your resume real quick. Stop me when you want, but uh, this is a really impressive resume. You're 38 years young. Are you yep. from Chicago? You played at yep. Carver High School where there's a lot of legends, Tim Hardaway Jr. Or Tim Hardaway. Uh, you played at South Plains Junior College, Fresno State, played in the CBA, then get played in the D-League. Uh, you got to call up to the Warriors to play for the Bakersfield Jam. You're a D-League All-Star, USBL champion, uh, D-League Sportsmanship Award winner, D-League Defensive Player of the Year, D-League champion, all-first-team D-League, TBL legend. 
you're the D-League logo, and you're the D-League <laughs> all-time leading scorer. Yeah, man. I, I'm I just, out of breath. I'm out of breath I, saying I just, all those things. I just let you know that I love basketball. I love, I love basketball. I, I love basketball. That's the, I mean, that's an impressive resume. Okay, when you see the D-League logo and you're like, all right, that's me. Like, does that, does that bring a joy to you or you're just like, ah, whatever? Well, well I don't know. It's, it's still not official. Like, it's 50-50. Like, half people say it's me, then another half say it's not me, but they was thinking of me. So, I don't know. But honestly, like, just even be mentioning that breath just says a lot because I played in that league because I just I wanted to keep playing. You know, I didn't want to play overseas and – I knew my chance of making the NBA wasn't going to be good, so I just wanted to keep playing that league and, and help other guys get there, the younger guys, show them the way. And I eventually ended up playing like 10, 12 years, and that's how the records came and the scoring and everything because, like I said, I just – I love playing. I didn't like missing games, so I made sure I played however many games it was each season. Like, I just I played and played and played, and that's how the numbers got there. Yeah. I think that, what you know, what's your most impressive or what's your most proud moment as a player in your career, I know you've had a really long career, you know, what's the most proud that, that you could say, okay, this is where I'm the most proud of myself here. Uh, actually I got two, if, if that's okay. You can, you, know, you can say five. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly, but like, these are two of mine. Like the first one I have to say is calling my dad, let him know I made the NBA. That was like the, the best feeling like, because you know, he died the year after that. And all he wanted ever was to see a major Jersey name on the back of an NBA jersey, major name. So, like, calling him and letting him know I made the NBA, and we both crying over the phone, and that just, to this day right now, that still gives me chills because it was just, it was so powerful because, like, I knew I made him so happy, and and him dying the next year just let me know he was at peace. He, he was finally at peace, and he was okay with transitioning to the next, you know what I'm saying, level in life, you know what I'm saying? But my second one is just making the, uh, the professional team my rookie year because I had to beat out seven rookies who they drafted, you know what I'm saying, in the CBA with the Gary Steelheads, and they drafted seven players. And honestly, I, I didn't know what I was about to do. I was about to get a regular job. And Coach Tickner, he ended up calling me and was like, I found your game tape in the bottom of the uh, barrel and you want to know if you want to come in and try out for the Gary Steelheads. I'm like, sure. He's like, you got to beat out seven guys, seven rookies we drafted. And I was like, I don't care who you drafted. I'm going to beat them out because this is my destiny now. Like, this lets me know, like, God wants me to play basketball, man. There's no stopping me, and from that day on, it's just my journey started, and I ended up here now. Like, I'm, I'm just so blessed. I'm, I'm so blessed to have a great career and, and do all the things I've done, and that's just because that's God, that's great family, and that's health. The, your, your dad's story gave me chills when I, when I heard it, man. That's, uh, it almost made me cry a little bit. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. It's, Gosh, it's, dang. That's my best friend, man, and, that was my best friend. That was my mentor, and I called him after every game. And it's just sad because my my son won't be able to see him, like, and talk yeah. to him. So he could just be around him because to be around my dad was just life. Like everybody loved him and spoke highly of him, and he was just always uplifting and encouraging. And that's how I try to be. I try to uplift and try to encourage. And that's why I know I'm be great at coaching because I'm gonna build guys up. Like sometimes I'm gonna beat you down, but I'm gonna build you up. I'm gonna keep you inspired. I'm gonna keep you motivated. I'm gonna keep you on the get better and better, you know, so, so like, that's why I'm ready to really coach and, and mentor these kids. I think that, you know, all throughout your career, and, you, and you've mentioned it before, you've kind of taken a mentorship role every step of the way. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Gary Steelheads and, and kind of your mentors from that team and the CBA and how that's helped you out throughout your career. It's, it's great that you mentioned that because, like, 
I'm not the player I am without that first year in the CBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I came in, like, I was a 22-year rookie. I was 22 years old, and I had real veterans. Like, nowadays, you go to the minor leagues, and your veterans are, like, 26, 27. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had veterans that was 35, 36. Like, Shelly Clark played for the University of Illinois, you know what I'm saying, back in the early 90s. Never got a chance to play in the NBA, but was a great minor league player. Jamil Rich, one of the best point guards I ever played against, like, a real – leader like David Gray's one of the all-time leading scorers at the University of Notre Dame you know what I'm saying but he never got a chance to play in the NBA but Darren Hancock he played in the NBA like he's a he's a legend in Atlanta you know he played against all the greats in the NBA during that, that early 90s era you know so it's like I had real veterans teaching me the game not letting me shortcut the game not letting me cheat the game making sure I was a professional on and off the court that rookie year so like that rookie year was like probably my best year of learning the game just learning how to be a professional, learning work ethic, learn how to carry myself like that. That first year was so important to my development. And that's what I'm trying to be now to kids and show them the ropes because I got shown the ropes at an early age and that helped me throughout my career. There's a lot of young players that come through. Like, like I think the average age of, of I don't know the actual statistic, but all the rookies right now are, you know, even in the league are like 18, 19, but now TBL rookies are probably 22 yep. to 23, 24 years old. And so that's, I mean, that's young. That's really young. You're just kind of just now starting to learn how to become professional, starting to learn how to go through life. Um, you know, and, and I think you're just going to do a really good job with that. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, that D-League experience for you. You know, you jumped from the CBA. You went right to the D-League. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, well, I played the first year in the CBA. Then I went USBL. Then after that, I went to the D-League. Okay. Now, what the experience in the D League? You played for some really good coaches uh, then too. You know, name name a couple of those guys and and how how they impacted you. Well, actually, I played like I would say three of the best coaches. Like Dave Yeager first for the uh, Dakota Wizards. Dave Yeager, he was the head coach for the Sacramento Kings. I'm just a, just a true basketball head. He knows the game in and out. Great motivator. Like he just. Couldn't get his break with the Kings. And he was with the Grizzlies as well. He just never could really get that break and show his really coaching skills. You know, then after that, I played for uh, Nate Bujorkin. He's an assistant coach for Toronto Raptors right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He just won a ring last year, and I was so happy. Well, I should say the year before that, I was so happy that he won the ring. And he was, like, one of my best coaches because no matter what, he was the player's coach, but he also, like, drew the line of, of respect. Like, you're going to respect me, but. I'm a player's coach. I understand what you guys are going through. I've been in your shoes. I, I know what's going on. But at the same time, you're going to respect me as a man. But as a coach, you can come to me and talk to me anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you need something, if I can help you out, I'll help you out. And he was just awesome, like awesome. And then my other coach is Will Voigt, he, who I played for in Bakersfield Jam. Like, he, he was a great, great person, great man, great father, great husband. Like, he was just awesome in so many ways. So, like, I really got a chance to learn a game from three great coaches in the D-League, and that's just going to help me because I always can, like, reflect on the things they show me and the things I learned from them. So when I want to incorporate into my system and how I want things to be when I become a head coach, it's like, I've I really been blessed, like, as far as, like, the players, you know, play with great players and be coached by great coaches. So I've been, I've been blessed, Jordan. I've been blessed. I think it's – I want to – I got two things. I want to touch on um, how you talk about your coaches and you say how they're great father and husband and, and I think that's that's so mature of you to say because you know we talk about basketball and we're like okay you know he's a, he's a really good coach X's and O's guy great guy but but you're I mean you've got the whole sphere and I think that's why you're going to really succeed is because you understand boom you know I could be a great coach 
you know, and a great father and a great husband and, and a great friend and a great brother and a great, you know, whatever it may be. And now you're all well-rounded. And I, and I think that's, that's super mature of you to say, and, and uh, you know, yeah, I'm learning more from this conversation, you know, than, than I have. So you know, this is, this is great. No, but you know, that, that's, that is my motto. And like, honestly, mm-hmm. like I want to coach, but I want to open up my own center called major development because I want to develop kids, like how to walk, how to talk, how to talk when the microphone is in front of your face how to carry yourself on the court, how to respect the game. Like, I don't want you to just be great on the court. I want you to be great off the court as well. And I expect that of my coaches, my players, and everybody. You can, you can expect that from me. I'm not going to just be great on the court, on the court coaching. I'm going to be great off the court, doing the right things, showing the right things. So, like, it's it's big. Like, I want, I want the, the player. I want everything about the player. Like, I want you to be great overall, like, not just in certain areas. I want you to be great overall. So, that's, that's what I'm building. Have you ever seen, you know, I mean, David Magley, his brother, Pat Magley has a, uh, yeah, a ministry yeah, yeah, up in hero. It's called heroes camp. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. It's weird. Weirdly enough. I went up there like a month ago um, and I played and I met Pat and all that stuff. And when I came back to uh, Indianapolis, I was at an AAU tournament and like, I saw like five guys with a heroes camp shirt on. Wow. See that, and I'm that's, like, you know, that's that, that, incredible. That, that's, that's, and I, I want to actually, is he still doing those counts? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's running it. You got to come. If you ever come to Indiana, go to, you know, you got to go to South Bend, get with mags and go up there. It's, it's super nice. You know, that's, that's not from, from Chicago. And I want to go up to Chicago next summer and let my son see my mom and them. I might have to do that. Uh, Cause I really want to do that. I've seen him doing that and I haven't met him or got to know him, but he just seemed like an awesome man. He really seemed like an awesome man. He's, he's very either, you know, either you really like him or, you know, you, you don't, but he's just so real with people that, yeah. You, you just you have to respect him. He's got respect from everybody. That's, Whether you like him or you don't, you he has he has respect. And, and and sometimes respect is better than love and like. But I like I like everybody, <laughs> right. so I know I like. The, yeah, hey man, you, it's with that smile, man. It's hard to not like you. I, I haven't heard one person say a bad thing about you yet. I'm like, yo, come on, man, Ronaldo. You know, can't be all great. Yeah, but you know, no, you don't. They're like, they're like, no, we love him. We love him. He's great. <laughs> I, you, know, you know, I had to develop. Like in my early days, I, I was, I was a little knucklehead, but I had to develop. I, I had to grow. Like, and that's what I want these young men to know. Like, hey, we all have a past. We all done did this or whatever it is you done did to make you go down this road. It's okay. Like now, just get better from this day forward and keep going and get better. So that's what I'm about. Getting better each day. Let's talk a little bit about. I just I watched the video um, on YouTube. It's like from 2014. It's Dave Yeager talking about. Um, yeah. He's like, yeah, we're about to go on a road trip, and um, I'm I'm kind of telling guys what's going on. And he's like, at the end, I say, uh, and Ronaldo's packing up to leave on a flight tomorrow morning to go to Golden State. And everybody's like, you know, oh god, yeah. you know, talk about that experience. How was that? How crazy was that? That was like, like I said, like. It's like my, my, I don't know, like my soul left my body. It wasn't real. Like, Jordan, it was not real. Like, I just know we just had played a game, and I was just, I was sitting out. We just played a game that night, and I was just going up to my room, and a few of my buddies was coming up, because we about actually about to play Monopoly. We was big Monopoly heads. Like, <laughs> we loved, no, like, Jordan, you think I'm lying? Like, we was competitive as hell playing Monopoly. Like, Monopoly, like, that's serious game. Like, if you come there playing around, a fight might happen if you don't make the right moves and right deals. <laughs> So we, we was going to the play Monopoly. I, I remember in the commissioner of the league, I said the president of the league, Chris Albert was like, Ronaldo, uh, I need to talk to you. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, are you sitting down? I'm thinking it's some bad news. I'm like, oh, okay, do I need to be sitting down? He's like, no, well, he just got called up to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I'm talking about, I, I just, my body went lifeless. Like, like for 20 minutes, I just praised the Lord. Like, I just praised the Lord. Then I called my dad after that. But like, the first 20, 30 minutes, like, 
oh my god whatever like whatever best feeling you ever felt that's what i felt that's like whatever like what they say euphoric i don't know euphoric feeling i don't know i don't know like it felt like the best feeling ever like i don't know it's like it's just it felt amazing like it about to kind of make me choke up a little bit now because it's just it's like i did it for my whole family you know like the way yeah. we find it like my dad was a great player i don't know if you've heard of ricky green but if you look at ricky green he played back in the 70s a great nba player and my dad played with him in high school and he was about to win the state championship and he ended up getting kicked off the team because you know what I'm saying he was fighting with the gangs and he never got a chance to be great and he always said me like be great i had a chance to make the nba and I messed up and I know a major can play in the NBA and just to get that call up and for him to hear that a major is in the NBA and the next day you get to see a major name on the back of a jersey just it's just still like that's still my greatest compliment as well have my son but my son is first because he's my life and he's my hair he's going to carry the torch but that feeling was great for my dad to see that and hear that uh yeah real, real quick I know who Ricky Green is he's a legend he's yeah that's so my, my grandpa played in the seventies too. So yeah, like he know like he would talk about Ricky Green. Yeah, yeah, he knows. Green was bad and my dad, no lie, my dad like I used to bust him up and even no lie, even the friends were like, uh he like, Your dad was better than Ricky Green. Like even in practice, everybody like, Ricky Green is good, but Ronald Major is so much better. But it's just like he was dealing with gangs and other stuff and it's just like he couldn't get on the right track, but that's why he was just big on me making the NBA and just to make it and Cause he he cried more than me on the phone. Like he he really was crying. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, dude, you supposed to be tougher than me. Like you you cry like a big baby. Like, do I need to come over there and hold you? So it was just awesome, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm not I I'm not gonna hold you, man. I'm about to cry on this podcast. This is gonna be bad. I, I'm, I'm, cry, I'm, I'm bad. Yeah, I'm about to cry on this podcast right now. I see. You know, I I think it's great. I was gonna touch on this later on the show, but um, you know, people were asking me. They're like, hey, who do you got on this week? And I said, Ronaldo Major. I said he loves being a dad. That was my that was my response to you know they're like oh, who's that I'm like man he loves being a dad I think he's a great dude I love like you know like every day like oh I just I love being a dad like even when my son is getting dropped off I'll be waiting at the door like, <laughs> like oh big old kid I need to curse like a big old kid yeah yeah because I'm sorry like a big old kid just waiting on him like I love everything about like parenthood and being a dad and just showing him the ropes like I love hearing dad a thousand times a day like dad 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 that I cannot that I love that like it gives me power every time he says like it gives me power like I can't I can't I can't live without my son that's why I made the move here like I retired last year in the prime of my career and it's funny you like 37 prime of your career but I was still great at what I do Jordan I just went to the championship game I was averaging 25 and 10 in the finals you know like at 37 years old like I was still good at what I'm doing even my coach is like you're the best player in the TBL and you can play another four or five years easily and I could like honestly right now I'm still great at what I do. I still can go out there right now and dominate. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, if my teammates, my, uh, well, I should say teammates, but if my players feel like they can battle me, we can go to the court and, and, and battle this out. I can let you know, like, no, this is what I really do. But, no, I'm ready to coach. But, like I was saying, like, it's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's time to coach. And it was time to move out here with my son. And, you know, that's why I did that. And it, it was tough at first because I moved out here with no job and, and no apartment. But, you know, God made a way. And I'm sitting there blessed. And I have everything I need. And, now I'm even more blessed with a job that's close to Fresno, so I can I can stay here in Bakersfield. I can travel to Fresno. I still can raise my son, and I got my nephew out here. I'm training him as well, so it's like I got both of them under my wing, and I'm just I'm happy, Jordan. I'm happy. 
very happy. I think that's great to hear, and I'm happy for you. I mean, you are very blessed, and, and I think that, you know, I'm blessed as well to be a part of TVL, and I get to talk to you and, and learn from you. I think I think this is amazing. Let's uh, I know I know time is dwindling down a little bit. You know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, TBL and, and what you thought about the playing, uh, the competition um, in Yakima when you were playing and, and how, you know, actually how good the league is because there's a lot of really good players that play in this league, you know, and kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, I'll say, like, I want to thank, man, Dave Macklin and Evan Macklin. Like, those guys allowed me to end my career the way I wanted to because I was leaving the G League because I didn't know what I wanted to do with Jordan. Like, I, I don't know if I wanted to coach or keep on playing. And, you know, I got a call that Dave was starting a league up. And I'm like, okay, let me try this league out. And once I got there, the league was just everything I, I anticipated would be, you know, like, a few teams struggled, you know what I'm saying, like, just making, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know, I would say quarter like fans and getting fans and this and that, but for the most part, the league was awesome. It, it, it's just, it was just like a springboard for a lot of players. Like, do you want to go to the G League after this? Do you want to go overseas? Like, like you can't just come here and just think, okay, this TBL league is, is a Fugazi league or it's, it's not a good league. No, it was really talent. It was like a lot of talent, mainly like in the big, the big area, the Yakima Sun Kings and, you know, so I would say uh, the New York area, Albany, we were two good teams, but overall the league was really good. Like it had good core players, and honestly, that's why I wanted to stay in this league and, and honestly coach. That's why I was happy that Dave Magley allowed me to be a coach, and I didn't want to be an assistant. I wanted to be a head coach in this this yeah. this league. So I was like, I was happy that he allowed me to be a head coach because there's so much talent here, and I want to just help these guys get there because I know what it takes to get to that that next level, whether G League or overseas. Because I was in a position, I started from the bottom, so it's like I know what it know what it takes, and that's why I'm like, um, I just want to let them know, like. Don't look at this league as like just any other league or just a league that is just going to come in and BS around or just say, okay, this CBL, this league is not real. It is real. It can take you to where you want to be if you think of an aspiration of G League, like I say, overseas or maybe one day NBA because it is possible even though it's a 1% or 2% chance. There's a chance that you really can make your dreams come true with this league. So when you come here, make sure you take it serious and, and make sure you give it your all and make sure you're going 100% and make sure you – you're doing the right things off the court as well on the court because you don't want to get a league of black eyes. So it's like this CBL really can't grow. And I'm just happy that I'm allowed to grow with it because the NBA and the G League and the CBL, that's how it should be. That should be the three top leagues in North America or I should say the United States because, I mean, the G League is one of the top leagues. But if you're not in the G League, you should want to play in the TBL because the TBL is a great league and it's only going to grow and grow and grow. And the more you market it and the more players we get, it's just going to continue to grow, and maybe one day it can surpass the G League. You never know. You never know, man. And it's and, and I'm blessed to to be here with you and and grow the league as well. It's uh it's exciting time, you know, with all the COVID stuff going on. Maybe players don't go overseas; they just play here. No, it's, it's going to be. I'm you don't saying, know. It's going to stay, and this this TBL is going to blow up. Like I, I just see it, and I just I want to be a part of it, like because it was just like the G League was. The D League started off my first year in the D League. It was 2007, and it wasn't. It wasn't as good as it is now, and it just continued to grow and grow. And next thing you know, it's, it's one of the top leagues in America. I would say the top league if you're not in the NBA. So it is the top league in the United States. That's why TBL can be just like that, and I just I want to be a part of that. Well, Ronaldo, I really appreciate you. We 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 don't got time for your speed round today, unless you want to do it. I know oh, you got to go. Do the, you can do it. Yeah, we got time. I just Here we I'll go. be a little late. My my son understand. He understand. I got you right here. We're gonna we're gonna time it up. Speed round. If you can beat me, I got I got 15 questions. If you can get all 15, you win. 
if not, you know, I, I, get, I get the win. So you ready? ready for, we're getting a little competitive. Not Monopoly competitive, but you know, we're here. All right, let's go. I'm with you. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Favorite movie? Titanic. Favorite TV show? Martin. Favorite cartoon growing up? Tom and Jerry. Favorite music genre? Hip-hop. You have one snack you can take on the road. What is it? Fruit snacks. Uh, what's, where's the best food in Fresno? Dennis. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago pizza or New York pizza? Chicago. Favorite sports team? The Bulls. Favorite sports growing up? The Bulls. If you didn't play basketball, what would you play? Baseball star, center field, 5-2 player. That was specific. Favorite animal? Lion. If, an act, if any actor could play you in a movie, what actor would it be? Denzel, let's go, baby. What is the best place to go on vacation? My house. I just want to be at home. Favorite player growing up? Michael Jordan, also T-Mac. Got three. Favorite coach going. Favorite coach right now. Three, two, Bill Jackson. one. All right. You got me, man. Yes, sir. You got me a little bit. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. It says 109. Oh, you can't see that number, but it's 109. Oh, oh, <laughs> but but I started, we started going at nine seconds. So you got me. You got me. Oh man. no, but when you said favorite food of friends, I'm like, uh Diddy's like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, not Diddy's, man. That's... <laughs> I, I couldn't think of nothing. I was about to say Marie Calendars, but I don't know if they still open. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ronaldo, thanks again for coming on the show. That was a great interview. I had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, not only are you super intelligent, but you got one of the biggest hearts in, in TBL and you just joined. So I think that's amazing. And, and thanks again to all the listeners that came on the pod today. TBL will be in Enid, Oklahoma, or Enid, Oklahoma, for the first combine next week, August 1st. Come out, register at thebasketballleague.net. And again, Ronaldo, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you, Jordan, man. Thank you so much, man. I can't wait to meet you in person. It's going to be fun, man. I'm going to be out there in California. Yes, sir, my brother. I'll see you soon. Appreciate you soon. Appreciate you. All right, Jordan.